Teaching ELL students is a privilege and a joy. Is it easy? No way. But with the right support, you can feel empowered to tackle each day with ease and confidence. I'm your host, Beth Boshe, founder of Inspiring Young Learners. With over 10 years of teaching both nationally and internationally, I know what it takes to ensure that your ELL students have what they need to thrive today, tomorrow, and for life. I'm on a mission to empower you to equip your English language learners. Welcome to Equipping ELLs. Let's get to today's episode. Hey there, and welcome to another episode of the Equipping ELLs podcast. It is that time of year when we flip the calendar to the next year, and with it, we feel the excitement or maybe the stress of starting with a fresh slate. Are you someone that loves setting new goals? And maybe you actually even stick to them. (laughs) Or have you become the realist to know anything you set out to do in January will probably not make it to the second week? That's become more of where I have fallen into. I absolutely love the new year. I love getting a new planner. I love feeling like a new start. But most of the time by the second week of January, those new starts have been quickly forgotten and the same habits and routines begin to come back into play. There has been something in the past that really has helped me to focus in on this new year and to not just create all these random goals that usually end up don't happening, but to really bring it down to one word for the year. Now, this is becoming super popular, so you probably already do something like this. But today, I want to challenge you with one word that I truly believe can transform the rest of this year and the years to come. Now, as a teacher, you wear many, many hats each moment of the day. You move from teacher to coordinator to counselor to nurse to translator, and the list goes on and on. But out of all those hats that you wear, there is one word that I want to challenge you with to look at this year. One word that is a crucial part of your identity as a teacher of ELLs. One word that will push you to go beyond what you would expect of yourself because it is driven by passion and justice. The beauty of this word is that it is a noun and a verb. It's something you are and it's something you do. Any guesses what this word is? The word that I want to challenge you with for 2024 is the word advocate. Now, by definition, advocate, as a noun, it refers to a person who supports or promotes a cause or policy. As a verb, advocate means to support or argue for a cause or policy or proposal. Why am I challenging you with this word for this year? Because you need it. Your students need it. Our country needs it. When we are in the trenches, sometimes it's so hard to look up and see something different. It's hard to look up and see that there's a better way to do things or there's a way to say no to some of the things that are happening. I believe that in our education system right now, we have allowed way too many issues to just become the norm. I see this happening all the time. Things that are not what's best for you as the teacher or what's best for your students. And the 
response many times in groups and teachers and in policymakers is, well, this is just the way it is. But what if by taking on this role of advocate that we actually can make change happen in our classroom, in our school, in our community, in our districts, in our state, around the country, around the world? I truly believe that that can happen when you see the power that you have to create change, even if it's just in one small group of students that you work with. If we do not speak up, we are on the path for our educational system to get worse. If we do not speak up, teachers will continue to get burnt out and they will choose other professions when our students need incredible teachers like you. If we do not choose to speak up, then our students who are incredible multilingual learners who have so much to offer will continue to be given things that are not what's best practice for them, will continue to be pushed aside and not supported in the ways that are best. So this is why this year, I want to challenge you. I want to make space for us to go deeper, to explore, to really learn what does it take to become an advocate? Because I know that you are tired. I know that you're already spending a lot of your precious time trying to help homeroom teachers get on board with taking some of the support off of your shoulders, with figuring out how they can scaffold. I know that you are talking to your administrators and saying, hey, we need more materials. We need more teachers. We need more support. I know you're trying to help your school community understand the importance of bringing in your multilingual families and finding ways to connect with them even when they don't speak English. I know for you that word advocate or to be an advocate is something that you are already doing. And so this year, I want to really spend these next couple months here on the Equipping ELLs podcast taking a closer look at that and saying, how can we here at Equipping ELLs empower you to equip your English language learners? Because when you're empowered, when you're passionate, when you're knowledgeable, you are going to be able to go and present and advocate and say, this is what our students need. And here's a solution to get there. And so that's what our podcast this upcoming year are mainly going to revolve around this word, advocate. We're going to dive deep into some hot topics like mandated testing, access testing, equitable grading, bilingual education. What really is the best practices for that? And what do we do when we're not given those opportunities to teach in a way that's best practice for our students to really become bilingual? The purpose of each of these topics is meant to provide you with the tools you need to advocate when you need it. This year, I want to provide you with the data, the studies, expert guests to share more about what really works when it comes to supporting English language learners and to empower you to feel confident and passionate about going and fighting for what you need and what your students need because no one is going to stand up for your students better than you. But I get it. You're tired. You have a lot already on your plate. So that's why we are here to go deeper on these topics, give you the tools you need so that those things that you would love to see happen, you would love to see the change happening in your school, 
you'll know the place to start. You'll have the resources available to go and we want to make that easier for you. Now, I want you to think though, if you're listening to this and you're thinking, yeah, this sounds great, but I'm a new teacher and I just don't have the experience to advocate for my students. Or maybe more like me, I just said, you know what? That's not really my personality to bring up issues with my administrators. I'm pretty easygoing. I'm just gonna stick to what I'm being told to do. But I wanna say right now that you need to advocate. This is such a crucial part of being a teacher of multilingual learners. You can learn the art of advocacy because if not, you and your students will keep getting forgotten or walked all over or added more onto your plate. So I know that's harsh, but we as educators need to raise a louder voice or the direction of education is going to continue to fail us and our students over and over. So where do we begin? First, I want you to, in the show notes, grab a sign that we have for you. It says, advocate and educate. And that's really what we're called to do. Let's find the ways that we can stand up and especially for our students and our families who maybe don't have the same voice and the same influence that we have that we can make. So how can we stand up for the voiceless? Let's stand up for them in the ways that make a difference. Put this on your desktop, put it, print it out and put it somewhere where you see it each day because I want you to feel empowered, not that you have to go to Capitol Hill and do this big fight for this, but it can start as simple as just in your classroom, standing up and talking to your administration about solutions that will help you and help your students. When you know your why, you'll know your way. I've said this quote before by Michael Hyatt, but when you know the passion that has brought you into the classroom with your multilingual learners and you keep coming back to that, that's gonna be where you're going to make change happen. So being reminded that you are an advocate, that's one of your roles, that's one of your your purposes as an ESL teacher. When you're reminded of that by checking out the sign by putting it somewhere that you see it, it will give you clarity and it will help you to overcome stresses brought onto you and your students by unrealistic expectations. The next thing I want you to do is to attack any lies and replace them with the truth of your important role for your students. You are truly changing the global world right inside of your classroom. And that is an incredible superpower. That is an incredible skill that you have the influence and impact you are having on the global community. Don't underestimate that. So if you're sitting there going, I just, I'm too shy. I can't speak up. I don't know what to say. I don't know what to do. We are here to help you because you have a powerful voice and influence and it's time to set out and use that for you and for your students. Now, next week, we are going to be walking through all things of what does it look like to advocate and what is it not. I'm also gonna walk you through a plan of how do you get started? How do you make the most bang for your buck, let's say? How do you use your time as best as possible to create change? Because I have seen over and over again how one small idea can spark a huge difference and a huge change, not just in one classroom, but across a district, across a state. So don't underestimate the power of one small solution that you see that can happen. 
and how much of a difference that can make. We're going to be walking through just different steps of how could you take a big idea and a problem and really make sure that you are prepared with that solution so that when you go and advocate for that with your administrators or the homeroom teachers you're working with, you're very clear of what you're looking for and the support that you need, and it makes them want to say yes. So we're going to be talking about those things. Today, I want you to think about if you want to use this word for your word for 2024, go and download our desktop background that we've created for you that says advocate and educate. We also have one that says caffeinate, advocate, and educate. If you really, if you're someone that loves coffee, because I like that one too. So we have a few options available for you, but join me next week when we really break down what are the topics you should be looking for? What kind of things can you advocate for? How can you really spend your time so that you're starting to make change as soon as this year? Now, like I said, the podcast over the next couple of months is going to be covering a variety of topics. And we want to really help give you the knowledge and confidence to advocate for yourself and your students. But in the meantime, spend some time sitting in the place, believing and taking on the role of advocate this upcoming year. We will be right here to help you all along the way. Thank you for joining me in today's episode. All links and resources mentioned can be found in the show notes. If you're looking for even more support and done-for-you resources created specifically for the needs of ELLs, head to inspiringyounglearners.com. I'll catch you here next week. Until then, take that next step to keep equipping your ELLs.